Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. TGIF. I am Dan Day. Give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Huge sports weekend ahead of us. So I've got some huge audio for you on the way from the likes of the Joe Rose Show. They're going to be talking with James Lofton, getting you ready for the Dolphins and the Bills game on Sunday. Also, Dan Levitard Show, giving you that hodgepodge, some celebrity prognostication, talking some football. Also, Zion Williamson getting hurt. (laughs) Makes me a little sad, but we'll talk about that later. Then, Hawkman and Crowder slash Dono Show audio. Dolphins, Hurricanes, Heat, Is Congo a good movie? Maybe even some headlines. And of course, I've got those Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers for you if you miss them. If you've been missing what's going on in the sports world, I got you covered there too. Here's some headlines. Patrick Mahomes dislocated his knee last night in KC's 30-6 win over Denver. He's expected to be out for three weeks. The Dolphins, they play in Buffalo Sunday at 1. The Astros defeated the Yankees 8-3 last night. They look to close out the series tonight at 7. Canes and starting QB Nikosi Perry will take on Georgia Tech tomorrow at noon in Hard Rock Stadium. On tonight's college football slate, Florida Atlantic plays Marshall at 6.30, Pittsburgh and Syracuse at 7, then a Big Ten matchup between the Ohio State University and the Northwestern University at 8.30. Number one overall pick, Zion Williamson, is expected to miss a few weeks for the Pelicans due to a sore knee. NBA season opens up Tuesday. The Heat defeated Orlando 107-98 last night. One more preseason game for Miami tonight against the Rockets at 8 here in the 305. The Panthers will go ahead with a $45 million renovation of Fort Lauderdale's War Memorial Auditorium to be their new home. Tonight, they play the undefeated Avalanche at the BB&T, 7 p.m. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. In the coming weeks, Inter-Miami is looking to acquire more players and hire a head coach. The MLS playoffs, they kick off tomorrow. NBA great Dennis Rodman is facing battery charges stemming from slapping a man at a Delray beach party. And now, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. A Chicago Culinary Conference has set the record for the world's longest charcuterie board. Another record was also set for the number of arguments on how to pronounce charcuterie. Or is it charcuterie? Nah! A judge in London's cell phone recently went off while he was hearing a high court case disturbing the proceedings. He needs to hold himself in contempt. Now on to weather, brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast has a low chance of rain with temperatures around 85. Win a brand new $45,000 Mercedes-Benz at Hylia Park Casino. Get free entries every Saturday and earn more entries. Plane slots every day now through November 30th. Grand prize giveaway Saturday, November 
30th. The Joe Rose Show, they get you up in the morning and they give you everything you need to know, especially about the Dolphins earlier today. They were joined by James Lofton and they talked about those under-the-radar bills, not because of their quarterback, but because of their D. Also, some assessments, a Fitzmagic assessment, a Dolphins tank assessment, the Rosen 1 assessment, what the Bills don't have, and Frank Gore won't stop. But when he does, what will he do? James Lofton will be on the call for CBS for the Dolphins and Bills this weekend. James, thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Oh, glad to be with you guys. James, thank you, man. Uh, We do appreciate it. Hey, you know what's weird? The team that nobody talks about that's got one loss in the NFL is the Buffalo Bills. Got a great defense. People, I think, know that. But what they don't know, Josh Allen really hasn't put up big numbers to get to the 4-1 and record because their defense has been so good. What do you think of Josh's play so far? Yeah, yeah, their defense has been solid. And obviously the, the reason that nobody's talking about them is they're in a division with the New England Patriots. So you talk about the Patriots, you talk about the Patriots a little bit more, talk about the Patriots a little bit more, then you <laughs> get something to eat, you come home, then you talk about the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen, but what he has done is he's provided kind of the necessary play now and then. So when they need a pass completion, he provides it. When right. when they need a big run, he comes up with it. And he has that ability. Uh, he has a strong arm. He has great legs. You know, he, he has a willing body that he will throw around to pick up the necessary yards. All right, talking about quarterbacks, Ryan Fitzpatrick going to start for the Dolphins uh, this weekend with all the quarterback kind of stuff going on down here. What about Ryan Fitz? What do you think about Ryan Fitzpatrick getting another start here for the Dolphins? You guys have been around Ryan enough where when you're around him, there's a, there's an energy, there's something about him. You love watching his play because, once again, here's a guy who's, who's not thinking, well, I'm going to develop and if I complete a couple of little short passes here and there, I'll get more playing time or whatever. He's in it to win it. Plays with a great amount of grit and determination. And, uh, you know, in the past, he's had that fits magic. So uh, when you when you get dubbed with a nickname like that, people like watching you play. James, um, what, what do you think? And I know everybody's got an opinion on what the Dolphins have done loading up on draft picks here. What's your thought on the whole thing and how it could work in the future? Looking at the players who had left the Dolphins, and there have been 17 players who've left from last year's roster who were playing on other teams. And sometimes that happens when you kind of purge your roster a little bit. You know, a new coach comes in, that happens. But very rarely does it happen with the top of the roster. Normally it's the the middle part, the bottom of the roster. You make some changes, you want to bring in your guys. The Dolphins just haven't brought in their guys yet. And that's, you know, going to happen in the future. And right now it's kind of tough for Dolphin fans. I was sitting next to one on the plane coming here to Buffalo, believe it or not. He was telling me that he still has hope. We hope they all feel that way. Right. That's it. That's uh, nice to hear that. It can be rough down here. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bill's defense, by the way. I know we talked about Josh Allen. We know uh, the Bill's defense has been one of the best in the league uh, this year. They've got another one of our guys that from a couple years ago, Jordan Phillips on the defensive line. He's still mad. A first-round pick on the defensive line from the draft last year. That Bill's defense is no joke. Uh, It's going to be a tough matchup no matter what for this Dolphins team. But but you know what they don't have? They don't have, you know, the the marquee players. This is a – you know, you always hate to give these analogies, but a real blue-collar, lunch-pail defense. When I watch them play, it's, it's not like, oh, and they've got a great pass rusher. Oh, the, the linebacker that they have. Oh, look at the, you know, Tredavious White might be the closest guy to somebody that everybody would want. The other guys are, 
a collection of you know really good players, and uh, they've done a nice job. Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator, and Sean McDermott working together to get these guys to play exceptionally hard, and uh, that's what they do each and every weekend. James, when you look at the uh, some of the tape on on the Dolphins, what have you thought of Josh Rosen? Everybody got a little different take on him. The numbers obviously are not great. Some are saying the offensive right. line hasn't been good enough for him to really show what he can do. What do you see? You know what I kind of see and and what we see in college football is we see very athletic quarterbacks coming in. I see a guy who is the 1980s quarterback, a drop-back quarterback. He's not real quick in the pocket, so he doesn't avoid the rush. Sometimes the rush is coming in a little too hard and he can't get away from it. On the move, he doesn't make the quickest decisions. Now, you know, sometimes when you're watching TV copies, you don't see – everything down the field. So our guys getting great separation. He doesn't have time to scan the field. You've got one look and then avoid the pass rush. And that's what I see a lot from Josh Rosen. And so it's not all on him. It's kind of, you can spread it around. The result is he hasn't played well, nor has uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's the one that put up great numbers. And I think that's what we're always looking at in today's game. We're looking at numbers or our guys winning. And like we said, Josh Allen is winning. He's not putting up great numbers. You'd rather have wins as opposed to great numbers. You know, for years, I, I see a, we see we seem to see a one or, or two games. You and I talk a little bit before the Dolphin games and stuff. But finally, I, I've been dying to tell you this for a long, long time, James. I, I've been waiting a long time. The Golden Bears, are, <laughs> the Golden Bears are finally going to get your ass this year, man. I, I think we're. I've been waiting. Nobody else cares down here, but James, it's been the, the Stanford Cardinal have had a great run over <laughs> the, the Golden Bears, and and it's not like you have to beat them every year. But if you beat them four out of five, four out of five, four out of five, it seems like you've beaten them for like thirty years in a row. <laughs> right. And uh, my daughter, my daughter is a UCLA grad. She called last night when I got into Buffalo. Dad, are you watching the game? <laughs> James, <laughs> James, I got to ask you about another oh, guy playing man. in this game this weekend. I mean, you're a Hall of Famer. Uh, you were an All-Pro, uh, and you're going to have a guy this weekend who seems to have been playing for the last 100 years in the NFL, Frank Gore, who just seems to keep going yeah. and keep going and keep going. We had him down here, obviously University of Miami and the Dolphins. We know about the work ethic. We know about everything with him. He's now gotten into that upper echelon of running backs uh, and the yardage totals with Barry Sanders, Walter Payton. I mean, it, it, Emmett Smith, it's ridiculous, his numbers, and he's still going. When you watch him play, you think what? Love. He loves to play, and he loves to run over people. He loves to run into people. He loves to <laughs> run around people. And you guys have talked to him. He he wants to go into scouting and, and maybe move up the ladder to, you know, being a personnel guy or a general manager. But he wants to go into scouting because he knows or he believes he knows what a football player looks like. So think about all the guys who try to tackle him. And when you when you have to tackle somebody who's really tough, you have to be a willing tackler. Linebackers are willing tacklers. Right. Defensive linemen, they're, they're kind of willing tacklers when they get a chance to tackle somebody. They don't really get to tackle people as much as what people think. Defensive backs, kind of a different story. When, when the, you have to tackle a 195-pound wide receiver as opposed to Frank Gore. And you might be willing to tackle him in the first quarter, and then you're hoping somebody else tackles him in the third and fourth. He, he definitely a Hall of Famer. You think that's even an issue first time around, or what are your thoughts there? I, I don't – well, see, I'm, a, I'm, I'm now a selector. And so that's what month is. In February, we get a list of about 130 guys. Right. We're going to whittle that down to, to 25. But really, when we really get that 130 list, we're whittling it down to five. And when you look at the list of guys and you go, oh, my goodness – 
what am I going to do with these other ten guys that I think should go in? So right. some of it's some of it's timing. Jason Taylor, for example, with the Dolphins, went in as a first ballot guy. Kevin Green, who I think had more sack, wasn't Defensive Player of the Year like kept like uh, Jason Taylor was, but had more sack. Waited nine years. So some of it's timing and, and when right. you get slotted to go in. So Frank Gore is definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, will he go in as the first ballot? Depends on what the ballot looks like that year. James, great having you, man. Really appreciate it. We'll see you on Sunday. Hopefully you bring some decent weather with you for the folks from South Florida, and we'll see you up you there. You know, it is supposed to be nice. It's supposed to be really nice. Well, I like that. 60 degrees. <laughs> I got California blood that never leaves, so thank you very, very much for that <laughs> news right there, James. Thank you. Both. James, thanks, thanks for lot, your guys. time. Have a good call on Sunday. All righty. Frank Gore, a class act, and hopefully the Dolphins will be a class act when they upset the Buffalo Bills this Sunday in beautiful Buffalo. And if you can't make the beautiful trip up there, of course, you can listen to the pregame, the postgame, the whole game right here on 560 the Joe WQAM. Absolutely beautiful speaking of that dan levitard on a beautiful honeymoon while he's away the rest of the team not here in miami they're actually up at the mothership in bristol connecticut for espn they've been having fun all week long today no different earlier they had celebrity prognosticator hank azaria back he's part of the simpsons that's always cool plus they discuss catching diseases keep it tuned it's the best of the joe show You're listening to the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hola, Miyamo Dan Day. Hopefully you're having a good Friday. Good and Friday always seem to go together. Ah, uh, yeah. I got some music rolling for you from Blue October. I hope you're happy. One person who always seemed to be happy in the month of October, Reggie Jackson. On this day in 1977, he cemented himself as Mr. October while in the World Series for the Yankees, hitting three home runs on three consecutive pitches. Oh my goodness, what an iconic moment in sports history. So I guess in a way, congratulations to Mr. October. Speaking of Mr. Miami, Dan Lebetard. He and the guys not in Miami right now. Dan Lebetard's actually on his honeymoon while the rest of the team is up at the ESPN Mothership in Bristol, Connecticut, but they are still doing what they do. Like they usually do on Friday, celebrity prognosticator. This time, Hank Azaria back for a second week, although he went one for four last week. He's going to redeem himself this week. Plus, they talk a little bit of Mets and Jets, catching diseases, and, oh, injuries. Mahomes, but even worse, my man, the Pelicans, Zion Williamson hurt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go have some man tears as I listen to this. Hank Azaria going to join us, our celebrity prognosticator. He is back after a one in four week, huh? But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll take it around here. We'll take it around here. He tied Colin Coward. He was also one in four. So if you tie or beat Colin, you come back. Uh, our celebrities were not doing well this year. Uh, one in four for Hank Azaria. Season four of Brock Meyer is set for April 2020. You can catch up on Brock Meyer on the IFC app, ifc.com, or binge on Hulu. Hank, welcome back after a one in four. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised to be back. Uh, gratefully, uh, Colin uh, sucked exactly as bad as I <laughs> 
Hank is, uh, of course, a friend of the show here. Um, Hank, I have to ask you, like, you're a big Met fan. You're a Jet fan as well. Uh, the Jets finally got a victory last week. You and I talk often about the Jets and Mets. I am wondering how you felt because, for me, I felt pretty good about Sam Darnold. And I don't want the Jets winning any more games because they have no shot of doing anything meaningful this year. And I was kind of okay if Dallas converted the two-point conversion at the end of the game and went in overtime. How about you? No, I mean, no. I don't see the point of tanking this year. I'd like to see them, like, yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs this year but i'd love to see them uh you know do well and and have some momentum going into next season and they could like go six and two in their in their back eight they really could okay uh, i just cut hank azari off yes, that's great did. that's what go. i get to do on, exactly. on a fill-in basis <laughs> hank how much how much uh buy-in do you have to the uh, popular pick that the jets can knock off the patriots this week it's getting buzzed yes. here here in bristol i will tell you hank i will tell you jack del rio sat in the studio right next to me and nearly guaranteed victory nearly came close yes. uh, i wouldn't go that far but i know i'm feeling pretty positive i mean they're, they're getting mosley back right are they getting mosley back uh they're supposed to get mosley back this week yes. that's what they're saying yeah I mean, you know, look, stranger things have happened. I keep going back to that first game against Buffalo, where it seems so depressing and grand. And, you know, <laughs> whatever they did in the fourth quarter was horrible. But with hindsight, Buffalo's tough. You know, it wasn't that bad a loss. Who knows what they could have done if, you know, Sam Donald uh, didn't get very buried. And that's the thing, Hank, is that, you know, based on the fact that the, the guy had mono, if he can beat the Cowboys and then follow that up a week later by beating the Patriots, how big would that be for the antibiotics community? Enormous, uh, exactly. And that's the important thing, after all. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to help the public health. We have no hope of actually winning anything. So we can contribute to society in some positive way. That's all we all try to do. <laughs> You're exactly right. All right, let's get to the picks here. Everyone is craving your picks after a one in four week. Yeah, I don't know why he's listening to me. <laughs> and now, it is time head, for Celebrity right. Prognosticator. Let's win some money. All right, Hank, we have to get through these quickly. We have the Texans at the Colts. The Colts are minus one. Texans at Colts. Who does Hank have? I like the Colts. All right. We have Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit is a two-point underdog at home. Hank area. I'll take Detroit. Okay. Ooh. Wow. Look at you. Uh, Saints at Chicago. The Bears minus three and a half. Who are you going with here? It's a tough one. Last week I did not listen to my friend Andy who said the Jets would pull that out. You're right. I'm going to listen to him say <laughs> that uh, Chicago will cover. <laughs> Your friend Andy, I forgot about that. Green Bay minus five. They're at home. They're taking on the Oakland Raiders. Who do you have, Hank? Oh, you didn't, wait a minute. I didn't, uh, Allison didn't give me that game. Wait a minute. What is this? Green oh. Bay minus five against the Raiders? Yeah, you're going to have to, uh, take the Raiders. there you go. All right. I'll Raiders, go Raiders. Raiders plus five. Sneaky good team this year. Uh, Philadelphia at Dallas. The Cowboys minus two and a half. Who do you have, Hank? I'll take Dallas there. All right. Dallas there. And these lines provided by Caesars. Uh, season four, Brock Myers set for April 2020. It's an amazing show. Hank's an amazing person. You can catch up on Brock Meyer on the IFC app, ifc.com. Or binge on Hulu. Uh, it's hard to be worse than one in four, so I think we'll talk to you next week, Hank. Can we bet on what disease Sam Darnold will get next? <laughs> okay. And what odds are you laying there, Hank? minus four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, my friend. All right. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out that, and now, listen, Chris wants to get bogged down in the minutia of this because that's what we do on this it, show, Randy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of missing the, but, missing the point. <laughs> yes. The point is Zion 
Zion Williamson has been ruled out, a right knee injury, and Woj says he will still miss a period of weeks of the regular season, and we were kind of, which, listen, no one wants to see injury to Zion Williamson. No. We all want to see Zion Williamson play basketball. We want to see if he could be dominant at the professional level, and what we saw in the preseason suggests that he probably will be, uh, yeah. can be, and will be. Uh, so no one wants to see this happen, but Chris was debating what a period of weeks is. You know, is it three to four? What is a period of weeks? Well, I think the biggest question in this story is how long will he be out? And right. I go to Woj for this information, and I see a period of weeks. <laughs> I've never seen that as a sentence before. Usually it's a few weeks, a couple weeks, several weeks. I know that. The couple's two. A few is three. I think several is four. Is that is that a thing? And is a period five? Maybe he's out well, five weeks. A well, period fair. Of weeks. Well, hold on. No. Well, Randy Scott is a sports center anchor, so sometimes he has to take newsletters like this and deliver it in his own way like how would you i would no you'd you'd quote it exactly as he said it somebody like Woj, no no no. you would not step on it try to infer a period i would say a period of weeks i take that to mean two or more right but less than like a period of months would be eight weeks right so you you would just say months and not weeks so i would say it's more than two, less than eight. Right. But I wouldn't go on the air with that. Right. I wouldn't be reckless with it. I would take such liberties if I was a sports center anchor. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, just tweeting out a period of weeks. I think it's like four to five. Like, that's the way I would deliver that news. I think. Yeah. I think it's like four to five. We know he's going to miss. We know he's going to miss the opener. We know he's going to miss the home opener. And those tickets, that's a week from tonight. It's a Friday night. New Orleans, Zion, home opener, whole deal. Those tickets are not cheap. And now they're not worth what people have been paying for him if he's not going to play. So, Chris, we had this discussion earlier. This is, I mean... It's interesting that this happened right now because we were talking about Patrick Mahomes and his injury and if all football fans were upset about it because we love watching Patrick Mahomes. If you're a Bronco fan, are you upset yeah. that Patrick Mahomes went down? We were discussing the athlete that if he got injured, everyone would be upset about it. And I think we just stumbled upon it. It's Zion Williamson because I think the Pelicans, no one really cares about, right? And I think like nationally, okay? And I think everyone's excited to see Zion play at the next level. Like yeah. that, that's a bummer to me that he's not going to be there for the opener. Last night felt with Mahomes felt a little like Bo Jackson. Remember when Bo Jackson yes, got hurt? Yes. And just you didn't have to be a Raiders fan to be a fan of Bo Jackson. Right. I am a Raiders fan. I sh- should hate the Chiefs. I should hate Mahomes. I love watching him play football. Uh, do you question if, uh, do you question whether or not they should have run that play with the injuries, the, the quarterback Snape, because we're doing some yeah, hindsight stuff. Absolutely. Now. <laughs> we're blasting Andy Reid. You do. Okay. Yes. I want to hear your thoughts on that. That's, uh, that's actually pretty interesting. My thoughts, eh, you got to do what you got to do when it comes to Mahomes. My thoughts on Zion being hurt. Oh, my heart. My heart. Of course, I still love my Pelicans originally from New Orleans. I've watched the team since they moved to the Big Easy. I'm going to continue to watch them, whether they win all their games, whether they lose all their games, but watch a little more intensely when Zion Williamson would have been playing, I guess, because I've only watched preseason and summer league games. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, well, Dan Lebetard's show, they're always having fun. At least they kind of put a smile on my face, despite the injuries and all that other craziness that's going on. You can hear them weekdays from right here in MIA, even though they are a national show, from 10 to 1 on a 560 The Joe. Of course, you can download the podcast, podcast for this show, or podcast for any of the shows you hear on this radio station, wherever you get your podcast for absolutely free, the radio.com app. Or you can go to our website, wqam.com. And if you're playing around on the web this Friday, go out, have some fun. It's Miami. No, no, seriously. Please give me a follow on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. Mark Hawkman, he was a longtime executive producer of the Dan Lebitard Show. Now he is the host of the Hawkman and Crowder Show. Going to feature them next, although it's not Crowder because he had to go across the state to coach his high school football team. Instead, it's going to be Hawkman and Dono. And what are they going to be talking about? Well, they're basically going to be saying Matt Moore is not 
garbage. You have to hear it to believe it. It's the best of the Joe show. The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio that you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. This is that Friday song right here. Doesn't it feel good? Hopefully you're going to have the time of your life this weekend. We've got the Canes, we've got the Dolphins, we've got the Panthers coming up in just a few minutes. My man, Doug Plagan's going to have the call. Manny Chang working it over there at the BBNC. And right in the studio, Danny Garcia going to be making it happen. Showing love to everyone that is making the Florida Panthers great this season. 2-2-2 two, two and two versus 5-0-0 oh, oh. should be a very, very fun game. A whole lot of other great things going on this weekend, too. Zion Williamson not playing in the NBA preseason tonight. <laughs> the Saints have a huge game against the Chicago Bears. That's my worst Midwest accent, I think, ever. That is going to be Sunday at around 4.30. You know I'm going to be hitting up maybe something like Lost Weekend in South Beach to catch that game, having some fun. It's a lot of ice cream. Wait, hold up. What was that? I, I think I heard something. The Bears! If Ditka played against Ditka, who would win? Ah, well, you know, Ditka's in his late 70s now, so uh, probably Ditka. Ah, I like that. That's my man Danny Garcia right there getting you ready once again for what game again? The Saints versus the Bears. And he's going to be working behind the scenes for that Florida Panthers game tonight. So be sure to tune in and hear the fruits of his labor. Speaking of fruits of labor, Huck and Crowder always working hard. Weekdays from 3 to 6 here at 560 The Joe. I'm part of the show, so I don't know why I'm laughing. We work hard. We play hard. We have a whole lot of fun. Crowder actually doing some hard work today. He's out on the other side of the state. Defensive coordinating for the U School. Yep, that's right. He's a high school defensive coordinator and radio extraordinaire. Filling in for him, another radio extraordinaire, Alex Dono. Figured, why not? It's Friday. Let's have some fun with the Hockman Crowder Dono show. What do they talk about? Matt Moore's not garbage. Well, now, a mature, beautiful woman doing some gambling, Tyler Hero. Could he be Rookie of the Year? Or back into Rookie of the Year? Eh? Congo, is it a good movie? And of course, executive producer Alejandro Solana gives us his headlines. All right, so here's how we're doing it today. Crowder is off. Alex Dono is in. What's going on, Hawk? Very excited to have Dono by my side here. I'm excited to be here. Today is a football Friday, y'all. Crowder and I always, towards the end of a show, you know, if it's Monday night or Thursday night, we start talking about, oh, what are we going to bet on this uh, this evening? And so last night, was it the last segment, Solan, I think, that we came to a uh, consensus? I think it was the first segment uh, or the last segment of the 4 o'clock hour. Of the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah. yeah, we started looking at the game, and I just decided Kansas City is going to hammer Denver. Yeah, I, I felt there, there were a couple things in play and I kind of felt like Kansas City they'd lost two in a row people were starting to uh, question them I knew that they were going to play Patrick Mahomes because Matt Moore wasn't really ready to go Chad Henney the actual backup was injured and um, I just felt like uh, Kansas City was going to lay the hammer down I'm not a huge fan of Denver and then Mahomes goes down so you're freaking out freaking out Freaking out because Matt Moore is garbage yeah. up until he's not garbage. Right, exactly. and he's, 
hitting, who is it, Tyreek Hill that he hit on that long pass? I mean, it was like a thing of beauty, that pass. He looked a thousand times better than uh, Joe Flacco did. Which shouldn't shouldn't surprise you that much because, uh, listen, over the last six years, I know there's a reason why Matt Moore has been a backup quarterback, but the guy doesn't seem to ever be affected by lack of preparation, doesn't seem to ever be affected by having to come in and throw some passes on short notice. He's a gunslinger. Like yeah. You know he's going to make mistakes. You know he's going to have a couple of bad throws and really bad decisions here and there. But Matt Moore is the type of guy that needs no warm-up. He's one-take Matt Moore. Yeah, it was uh, to me, uh, it was interesting to watch what happened when he came in there. But uh, Kansas City did put the hammer down on Denver, so we won our bet. So if you listen to us. Now, today, we have an interesting uh, situation. Rob Pizzola who's a professional sports handicapper, usually joins us on Thursdays. Couldn't be on yesterday, so we had Lee Sterling. Rob Pizzola was scheduled for today, and then uh, DM me a few hours ago that he is unavoidably detained, and uh, and he will not be able to join us. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give everyone what I think is the perfect answer. What do you find in Vegas? I go to Vegas a lot. Someone who doesn't gamble a lot, doesn't play craps a lot. You get a uh, a beautiful woman, comes to the craps table. You give her the dice. She'll roll for 35 minutes. That's every time. Always happens. Oh, always. So we've got Jay Fig, Jen Figueroa walking around the radio station. She's not into sports gambling. She doesn't even like gambling. So she's going to come on and pick the games for us. For the weekend, and I think it's going to have that same kind of effect where it's just going to be Pizzola. Yeah, where it's just oh yeah. Solana says we should have her every week and have her, you know, compare her to Lee Sterling and Rob <laughs> Pizzola and see because oftentimes the novices are always the the luckiest ones. I mean, I, like twelve years in a row, I've lost my NCAA tournament bracket to like a woman playing first time. Like, I, right. I've never, literally, I've never won a bracket challenge. I do like two of those a year. I've never come in first place before and. It's always someone's girlfriend playing for the first time. So we're going to do that today with Jay Fig. Somebody texts in right to start the show here. Somebody texts in. I'm going to give you the code word here in a second. Uh, somebody texts in, Hawk, you better issue a public apology to Amy the Gorilla. I uh, I feel I, like there's a story I may have missed. It's Congo. And and you you would, <laughs> yes! you would talk to me about it. Now, Terrible this, movie. This is this is this is crazy <laughs> that this gained traction on my Twitter feed because of a little conversation Crowder and I had yesterday. That was not you. <laughs> yeah. Rookie you of the year, know. baby. Solana. Zion. Zion's going to miss time. That's right. Yeah. Tyler Hero now. Like, if Zion misses enough games, and you got to obviously, Pelicans have a strategy with him. This year really doesn't matter what happens, right? So they're kind of going to slow play him. He may miss more games than people anticipate. And I'm not talking just at the beginning with the knee injury. I'm saying they're going to be extra cautious with them all season long. That Tyler Hero Rookie of the Year bet, Solana. Maybe you want to put one in. I mean, you've been the biggest advocate of it. put one in already, knowing so, Solana. Solana, by the way, he's wearing a culture hat and a UD40 t-shirt. He is living the life. You loved that last night, Solana, right? I mean, you were just eating up everything that they're doing. I think the best part was the first person to give him dap after that whole altercation was, guess who, Jimmy Butler. He yeah. came right over, high-fived him. And did then see, after, uh, he said he wanted him to, to get kicked out of the did game. Did you see that? Jimmy Butler with Jason Jackson in the winner's circle after the game, and Jimmy Butler was, uh, oh, I'd uh, I'd uh, teed up his ass. He and said, I wanted to toss his little ass. I mean, the guy's like 6'5", but he was I know, I know, little, I know. his little ass tossed out of the game. So 
So good. Anyway, yesterday, uh, Crowder and I, I don't know how we got on the topic. How did we get on the topic? We had mentioned, oh, the code word for the two o'clock hour was bubbles yesterday. And I was saying, is bubbles the most famous chimp of all time? And then we started talking about monkeys, most famous apes. And somehow we got on this conversation about the movie Congo, (laughs) which is truly an awful movie. I mean, it's an awful movie. And... I tweeted out because someone tweeted at me yesterday. They tweeted at me, Mark Hockman has never been more wrong about anything in his life. Crowder is right. Congo was a great movie. And Amy the Ape is a top monkey in history. (laughs) And this person tagged Amy the Ape on Twitter. She's got a handle? She's got a Twitter account. Verified? Star Star of the movie film Congo and uh, Amy Good Gorilla. So anyway, I, I, I retweeted that and I wrote, Congo is one of the top 10 worst movies of all time. Think think about the way like Hollywood works. If that movie had been any good, there would have been sequels or it would have been rebooted. Right. Absolutely. Right. If if that movie was even decent, they would have made a remake of Congo by now. People have been tweeting at me all day long since I tweeted that. And they're like dropping lines from Congo. I don't even remember it. It's from 1995. These are people you want to block. It was so bad that I, I don't have any recollection of the movie. I just remember walking out of the theater and going wow that was a turd and you were a grown man so you yeah. were probably pickier about films like i was in middle school when that came out so, so you would have right. right like i i, I can't remember uh, maybe for for three years of middle school there might have been two movies i didn't like that was one of them right so so if that couldn't make an impression on me in the sixth or the seventh grade then you know it was garbage you know it was a terrible movie solana did you ever see congo i don't know if i asked you yesterday no i never saw it don't see it that's one of the ones where i'll tell you just don't see it i did have the congo i think i had like the congo action figures or something like i had had some uh, merch i think in all honesty i had read the book before the movie the book happened to be yes it happened to be a good book and then the movie was just hot garbage but blown away by the number of people tweeting at me that they liked the movie congo and that came out just a couple years after Jurassic Park by the same author. So right. they probably like, thought, we're just going to be printing money exactly. with this. Exactly. Dono had texted me this morning when I told him Eric Rowe was coming out with us, and he's like, how have the Dolphins been this year? Like, are they all down and whatnot? Who are the Dolphins we've had on? We started with Sam McGuavin. Then we had Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins. We had Walt Akins. We had Bain. Evan Bain, Last the offensive week. lineman. I'm right. missing one. There was one... Other right because this will be the uh, this will be the sixth guess because huh. it'll be the sixth game. Anyway, we're five for five. Everyone has been awesome. I was like, shocked to hear when that. I tell you like awesome. I'm telling you awesome, awesome. They've been just fun and open and honest. I expect Eric Rowe to be the same. To me, he's the most interesting story of almost the most interesting story of anyone on the roster because he's experienced in the last two seasons with New England. Right. Nothing but winning. Right. Like, just nothing but winning. (laughs) And then he comes here, literally hasn't experienced a win. (laughs) Like, talk about yin and yang. He hasn't experienced a lead yet, I don't think. Right. Like, maybe maybe against Dallas. No, I think they had a lead against, uh, was it Dallas? Yeah, I think they did have a lead against Dallas. I think that was the one. Anyway, he's going to join us uh, later on this afternoon. We have a a ton of stuff to get to. We'll get to headlines here, uh, Solana. Here's headlines with Alejandro Solana. Bryce Harper, I know you don't like baseball, Hawk, but I think this is important. Bryce Harper says he's not just... Jealous of the Nationals making the World Series. Uh, That's remember, such he a left, lie. Right, he that left is such last a year. lie. That's just a lie. That's a lie. I'm it sorry. Is, like is. you, you leave a team and they go to the World <laughs> Series, the season, and you're the star. Like that's just a, a flat out lie. It's human so, nature. There you go. Uh, and and you know 
what? And I don't I don't understand why society does not allow players to admit that. Yeah, because, and I don't well, society doesn't admit that in anything you Well, do. no, but but what I'm saying is he knows that if he admitted it that people would get angry and he would become, you know, somebody who gets trashed on the internet. So I just who, wonder who wants to leave any company and then see them succeed way beyond what they were ever able right. to do when you were there. <laughs> yeah, sorry if that makes me selfish, but if I leave this radio station, I hope it ends up in the toilet. No offense, Len. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Solana? So an update on Patrick Mahomes. The MRI, quote, turned out to be a best-case scenario MRI. The QB is expected to miss just three games. Man, I mean, everyone who loves football held their breath oh last God. night. Because... And, and, and Andy Reid is getting killed for calling a quarterback. Sneak, I, don't, but... I don't buy that. No, no, I, I do buy it because you knew he had a bad ankle going into that game. And when you quarterback sneak with a with a precious commodity like that with a bad ankle, you end up at the bottom of a pile. There, There's linemen on top of you. People could take know. cheap How shots. How many times have you ever seen a quarterback come up with an injury after a quarterback Yeah, but he was sneak. already injured, though, is the thing. Like, the ankle was already compromised. I wouldn't want to risk but a he didn't precious But he didn't injure the like ankle, that. though. Well, yeah, but well, yeah, that's luck, though, because he could have injured the hmm. ankle. Like, I, no matter what the result was, I can understand people people having a problem with Andy Reid sneaking him when he had a bad ankle. Interesting. Yeah, I don't feel that way. What else you got, Solana? Of course, we do have some football games this weekend here in South Florida. Yeah, we, we have do. tomorrow the Canes hosting Georgia Tech. That's at noon. You can hear it on 560 The Joe, our sister station. By the way, our, my friend here, Alex Dono, will be hosting the pregame show starting at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. <sighs> I don't know how we're going to do you know four hours without having a triple option to talk about tomorrow because they don't run they don't run that. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it was the only <laughs> only thing that was Len, Len just texted me. I heard that. <laughs> In the toilet, Len. Uh, well, now we know you've got to keep you around, so you're only improving your leverage here. <laughs> what else you got, Solana? Also tomorrow, FIU faces UTEP. That's tomorrow at 7 p.m. here on your home for the FIU Panthers, 790 the ticket. On Sunday, Pause up, Papa. Dolphins and Bills, they're playing at Ralph Wilson Stadium. That's on WQAM at 1 p.m. Tonight, though, on this station the Miami Heat play their final preseason game of the year versus the Houston Rockets at the AAA. All right, there you go. Um, also, I think, is it tomorrow that Heat Weekly airs? Because I, I saw their guest list, and it's pretty damn good. Is that tomorrow morning? Yeah. Heat Weekly on uh, on this very radio station, hosted by Tommy Tig, who everyone loves. He's Everybody loves guy. Tommy Tig. They're going to have Ron Rothstein on, Anthony Chang from the Miami Herald, Udonis Haslam. Oh. You're wearing his shirt right now, uh, Solana. Justice Winslow, Mike Wallace. Remember the old writer from I down do. here, Mike Wallace? M. Andre. Grind, uh, that's right, Grind City Media. Uh, Evan Cohen, who's uh, the afternoon host up in uh, West Palm Beach on the Heat Affiliate up there. And Mike Cuno, the old tugboat. He's going to be on with uh Do they have enough segments for that Tommy many guests? Tig. Like, Tommy Tig doesn't play around. Is this a five-hour show? It is like, uh, it's like a quick question and answer <laughs> session with Tommy Tig. He cuts you loose. I met him yesterday for the first time. Tommy he was in here. He was in here with Zaslow. Good and dude. Never met him, obviously. You know, I grew up huge Heat fan. Yeah. I love Tommy Tig. I went in, I shook his hand, I said, Hey, I'm Solana, big fan. He's like, I know you. I hear your name all the time, bro. I was like, wow. you're on top of the world. Bro, yeah. You were skating on ice, or what, was, what did I say the other day? <laughs> yeah, floating skating, on ice, floating or... on ice, something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I mangled, uh, I mangled some statement. Skating on ice. Skating on ice. Ah. Now, just for the record, the movie Congo is it a good movie or is it a bad movie? In my opinion, hmm.
bad movie. Ah, well. Good show, Hawkman and Crowder. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on 560 The Joe. You can hear them at all times whenever you turn on your radio and download the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, radio.com app, or you can simply go to wqam.com. Now, earlier, if you did miss the Hawkman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers that we run back on Fridays, I am going to give you a repeat of it. Right cheer. Hawkman, 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 Hawkman. Crowder, Crowder, crowd pleasers. Clean out your old ass ears. Eso es un Hawkman highlight. Every life deserves, deserves, deserves. Whoa. Crowder caliente. It is babar, 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 babar. Hot Hawkman highlight. Respectful and professional. Professional. What the is that, Dan? Ooh, qué rico. He's balling out, man. Solana's walking on ice, like, uh, walking on ice. Is walking that a, on ice. Ooh, a highlight. Right now in Sofla. Oh. I hate when you say that. We know. Oh, 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 oh. Me encanta ese highlight. I've, I have two screens in both my feet. Mm-mm, delicioso. They, they expedited the process, but once Expedited. He, expedited. Ooh, un crowd or crowd pleaser. Hi. How the hell did you get the visa on the bank anyway? Yeah. I'm pleased. Hawkman highlights crowd or crowd pleasers. You'll want to hear them once again on demand wherever you get your podcast. Real simple, real quick. A wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Speaking of highlights, they were talking about how Matt Moore doesn't suck. Well, at least for now on the Hawkman and Crowder slash Dino show. He looked real good last night on that pass to Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek Hill was pretty much wide open. Nonetheless, let's listen how it went down. First down at the 43, clock is rolling, four and a half to play in the third. 14-point lead for KC. Play action, Moore steps up, Moore floats it upstairs, and drops it in the bucket, Tyreek Hill down the right sideline for the touchdown. 57 yards. Matt Moore lofts it with a rainbow, and Hill beats Harris, taking it all the way to the house. And that what makes these Chiefs so dangerous is the speed that they have outside. I mean, you saw it earlier, Demarcus Robinson making Devonta Harris miss. It's a should be a simple two or three-yard gain. It's a first down. This is a crossing route that turns into a wheel route up the Chiefs sidelines. Chris Harris can't keep, Chris Harris can't keep up. He's too fast. It's not that hard of a play, and Tyreek Hill just runs away from the Broncos defense. Ah, going to be a good football weekend. Speaking of football, happy birthday to one of the greats in football. We actually had him by earlier. Mike Ditka, he had his birthday today. And let's hear him how he celebrated. A one and a two and a three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Bobby's happy That is the most violent version of Take Me Out to the Ball Game I have ever heard, and I absolutely love it. Mike Ditka, happy, happy birthday. Let's continue on the football route. 
Once again, another great weekend of football action here in South Florida. Always seems like there's great football action. This is the mecca of football in America, in my opinion. Somebody that everyone's been talking about, of course, Manny Diaz and the Canes. They are going to be taking on, oh yeah, Georgia Tech with that newly revamped offense tomorrow. Noon kickoff, Hard Rock Stadium. Hopefully it'll be a good one if you are a Hurricanes fan. Someone that everyone also seems to be talking about whenever it comes to the Hurricanes, Tate Martell. Apparently, Tate Martell loves Miami just as much as Miami loves him. Here's Manny Diaz on just that. Tate loves Miami. Tate loves it here. We love Tate. Tate is a hardworking guy, one of the hardest working guys um, in our program. Um, he is learning the nuance to playing wide receiver. There's just a lot to that. Um, but he's also a team guy and, and, and can jump right back in and, and take snaps at quarterback, which is what he's done a week ago. And I think Tate's just enjoying being here, uh, enjoy being in our program, and wants, just wants to be on a winning team and do whatever it takes to help us win. Why would you not enjoy being in Miami? Why would you not enjoy playing for the Hurricanes? Just so much goodness right there. And once again, the pregame, the postgame, the whole game, right here tomorrow on 560 The Joe. Speaking of love and taking Miami by storm, let's talk basketball right now. Preseason tonight for the Heat. They're going to be taking on Houston. Then on Wednesday, they kick off the season right down there at the AAA when they play against the Memphis Grizzlies, one of the most hated teams in the NBA, so I really hope the Heat whoop up on him. Tyler Hero seems to be everyone's hero, even though it's just preseason. He's scoring, he's aggressive, and Coach Spoh's talking about it here. It's unique. We've seen other young ones. I mean, there's another young kid on the other side <laughs> that had that type of aggressiveness. Uh, so we're just trying to prepare him as much as we, we can uh, to be ready to, to help us win. Whatever role that may be, he still has a long way to go defensively. He knows that, and he's working it. So as many hours as he's putting in on his shooting, which is notable, we're making him put equal that, double that <laughs> defensively uh, in film study, everything to try to fast-track him for, the, for this league. Uh, and he's eating it all up. You can't give him enough. Um, and that's that's what you want from a young player because there are going to be tough times as well. Good or bad, I have a feeling Tyler Hero going to be beloved in the city of Miami because he just brings a certain intensity and a goodness to the floor. And when that regular season tips off, let's hope he does. Here is what Tyler Hero says he adds to the team. I think I contribute to sports, uh, floor spacing. Uh, you know, I can handle the ball a little bit, make plays for others, make everyone better really just bringing my energy and defense and everything. So just bring my toughness and being ready to play whenever my numbers go up. Getting ready for Miami Heat. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Sunday, we need to touch on Dolphins. Bills up in beautiful Buffalo. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's starting for the Dolphins. There was a time, though, when he was starting for the Bills. Let's hear what Fitz Magic had to say about his former team. Yeah, I mean, they are. They're, they're a great defense. Again, tough environment, like we said. Uh, very aggressive you know everybody seems to know their role and you know what they're what they're doing what they're supposed to do and what they're asked to do on each snap so um, it'll be a tough challenge for us but you know each week I think we've tried to really focus on ourselves and getting ourselves you know better and in tune with the details and on the same page with communication and it'd just be another week like that where we're really you know obviously we're game planning preparing for their defense but we've got to focus on ourselves and getting ourselves better because we're still you know at a point now where 
uh, you know, we're still we're still trying to fix ourselves rather than you know every week going out there and you know trying to put a hundred points on the board. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. That goes for the Dolphins, the Hurricanes, the Heat, and the Panthers. They are playing the undefeated Avalanche next, and I believe that we will win. You can hear it right here in just about five more minutes. I am Dan Day. Thank you for listening to the best of The Joe Show. Later, slug. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.